Hello and welcome to episode 2 of War Stories, a year at the Tyneside Cinema. My name is Simon Dowling and this episode I'll be discussing all the money in the world. All the Money in the World was directed by Ridley Scott and was his second film release of 2017. Now, you've probably heard of the film because of the situation around it. Originally starring Kevin Spacey, but following the allegations, Ridley Scott chose to reshoot the film with Christopher Plummer in his place. Now, he chose to keep the original release date, which means that he had six weeks to kind of reassemble the cast, put the film back together and reshoot it with Christopher Plummer and it is astounding the film that came out the other end. I was, to be honest, expecting an absolute mess. What we got instead was, as you'd expect from Ridley Scott, a well-structured, beautiful-looking thriller film. Now, beyond the way the film looks and flows, it's probably the most middle-of-the-road film I've seen in a cinema for a very long time. There isn't any particular standout performance, with the exception of maybe Michelle Williams, who at times really nails it with precision acting and at other times is flailing and overacting, and her accent is all over the place throughout the film. Michelle Williams plays the mother of kidnapped Paul Getty, who is the grandson of J. Paul Getty, who at the time, in the middle of the 20th century, was the richest man to have ever existed. Now, I was unfamiliar with the story of the kidnapping of of Paul Getty, so should, in theory, have been gripped throughout as I didn't know the outcome of the story. Instead, as I say, the film failed to thrill me at any point, but I wasn't not entertained. It is the true definition of a three-star film. It's just a film. Typically, in true Hollywood fashion, this isn't the only production we're getting about J. Paul Getty's grandson being kidnapped. There is also a TV series on the way, which is due out next year. Considering Ridley Scott is in his 70s and has released two films this year, one of which was the Prometheus sequel Alien Covenant, it is insane that he can churn this quality of film out in six weeks. Most people were probably expecting something closer to The Counselor, which is by far the worst output of of Ridley Scott's work in the last couple of years, but we got something which functions way better than that film, and in my opinion is probably better than Alien Covenant, considering, like I say, the time constraints of reshooting this film in six weeks to keep its original release date. I only imagine that he kept this original release date to try and contend for some Oscars, but unfortunately I think with the critical reception of the film and having seen it, it's unlikely to get anything. He might perhaps get a uh, cinematography nod because the film which is uh, set between the Getty estate in London, which is this magnificent estate, and the Calabrian countryside in Italy, as well as shots within Rome and other smaller towns around the country. It looks stunning, which is exactly what you expect from a Ridley Scott film. It's perfectly structured. It functions really well as a thriller, and I imagine some people will be entertained and thrilled by the scenes that were there to entertain and thrill you, I just wasn't particularly enamoured with any part of it. 
a young gentleman named Charlie Plummer, uh, who I believe is no relation to Christopher, plays Paul Getty, the kidnapped victim. His performance is really great. The best part of his performances don't involve any dialogue. His reactions to the actions of his kidnappers are, are really stunning. Although he's not in the film enough, in my opinion, there's probably a little bit too much J. Paul Getty and Mark Wahlberg, who, to be honest, is a little bit close to his performance in The Happening. He's got this weird, wavering, up-and-down, bouncy voice. It's very peculiar. But Charlie Plummer is really good. I'd not seen him in anything before. He was in Boardwalk Empire, which I haven't seen, but I imagine he's going to be a bit like Lucas Hedges, and over the next couple of years, you're going to see him popping up in in more of these productions, starting with roles like this in larger productions, and then no doubt he'll have a, a standout performance in some kind of indie thriller or something, and he'll be a household name. He's, he's really good in this film. Also in the cast is Andrew Buchan, who... I had never seen in a film before, but he's famous for uh, playing Joe in Broadchurch, so he's kind of an up-and-coming British actor, and for him to be cast in this large Ridley Scott film is, is really impressive. His performance is is very, very muted. Uh, literally, he, for the second half of his performance, says absolutely nothing. It's all kind of behind the eyes, but, I mean, he, he plays a man sitting in a chair looking forlorn really well. And the earlier parts of his performance are great, although his accent isn't particularly fantastic. Like I said, Michelle Williams as Gail Harris, who is the, the daughter-in-law of, of J. Paul Getty. It is such a peculiar performance, considering we've already seen Michelle Williams this year in The Greatest Showman, where, you know, it's a, it's a live-action musical. It's poss possibly one of the hardest things I've ever had to endure in a cinema, because every time they weren't singing and they were just talking was... Um, like being attacked personally it was so bad but she turns in a perfectly good performance she doesn't necessarily overact considering it's a live action musical compared to here where she seems to be screen testing for Jackie Kennedy rather than playing this this upset mother now obviously she's based on a real character so she might be absolutely nailing what Gail Harris is really like but for me it just didn't wash with the film it was really over the top at times and then sometimes was really understated. It was all over the place and to be honest, tracking her performances ups and downs were really what kept me intrigued in the film considering she is the focal point. I've already mentioned Mark Wahlberg. Um, he plays Fletcher Chase who's J. Paul Getty's security advisor and as I've mentioned his performance is particularly weak. Again, he was in Patriot's Day recently which might be a crass emotional big American drama but he's really good in it and to see him go back to like I say this almost happening level performance is pretty disappointing. I wouldn't rush out and see all the money in the world if you're interested in the career of Ridley Scott certainly worth watching but it's still a good thriller it functions better than most films you're going to see this year and looks more beautiful than most films you're going to see this year it might just be me I wasn't particularly enamored by the film and that is without knowing the story. If you know the story, I don't know if you're going to get something more out of it, but I certainly didn't. But anyway, that's all the money in the world. Again, you can track it on Letterboxd. I've put a link on the War Stories page. My username is the Go Slow. I, I, I don't really review things properly on Letterboxd. I just put short uh, sentences relating to the film, but you can at least see my star rating there. 
Anyway, thanks for listening to War Stories A Year at the Tyneside Cinema. My name is Simon Dowling. <laughs>